I gotta ask it for a friend for y'all, but it's not for the podcast. You're just asking for a friend. Oh, how does all right? So how does it work when it's like it's nine ninety nine? Like you gotta sign up for it, and then like they take it out your account, and then you can see all the exclusive pictures and videos. I have no issues with none of that. I don't. That's not even oh, a question I've ever asked. I was like, what are like, you talking just about? Sign me, just sign me up. Just sign me up for the shit. As long as it fits into the budget, it's cool. Um. So when it comes to buying food, you know how when you like go buy you go buy you some Wendy's or something and you come back and it's like damn you ain't buy nobody else no Wendy's. So what are the rules for that? Is that every single meal or it's every single meal? It de- it depends on your your food relationship. Wait, 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 what do you but he's talking about home. It depends on your food relationship with your significant other is what I mean. Oh. So you so, don't have the type of relationship where you don't you know I have to bring it's not it's not it's not it's not um What's the word? Reciprocated, but I have to bring something every time. <laughs> so I, it was to the point like like at work I could eat lunch, but anything besides work lunch and dinner dinner has to be a, a conversation. Right, like you ain't bringing yeah, up for yeah, nobody yeah. else. Or eating something before dinner, like oh you ate, so you're not gonna be hungry. And that's <laughs> right. always the issue. Oh, so you oh, ate? No, you can't do like, that. Right. No. Or you about to eat twice. Right. But it, even, uh, even if you pull the, I'm still gonna be hungry. You get the, no, you're not. But yeah. isn't there a loophole to that? Because you can wait that out. So if you're waiting, like at some point in time, this nigga gotta eat. So you can wait that out until that nigga goes and eats. And it's like, oh, well, when he goes and eats, he'll buy a meal for both of us. Like, isn't that, isn't that a game you can play? Yeah. yeah. Well, either way, you have to get. Like, wait, I'm confused now. What do you mean? So like so like let's say this right you got dinner you, all right it's dinner time right it's four mm-hmm. o'clock and nobody is eating dinner and you don't feel like buying dinner right let's just say that right. yeah one person can wait the other person out until that person goes to get a meal and oh so you like to play you like to play uh, oh good oh good luck oh good luck with that that's you can't, you can't be the, you can't be the waiter outer ever <laughs> yeah you always get out wait out. Oh. Good good luck. I have never worked. You're a wild boy for that. No nigga has ever outweighed the old lady. <laughs> and she said, Fuck it, I'm about to go get some food. And yep. bring some food? That's the fuck it, I'm gonna get some food and get herself some shit. And then yep, fuck you. Right, fuck you boy. Since you, you ain't hungry. Alright. <laughs> I've got I've gotten the I'm not leaving back out. <laughs> <laughs> no, but hell, you got you have a child that could talk. So uh, that child that could talk don't come up to you and be like, "What we finna eat?" But that's, that, that's whole but that's cool. But that, but but that's independent, right? So like, so no, like, it's not. They don't. So, come, that child don't come to you. So the child will go to me and will ask for something to eat, and then the child will get a child meal. Yeah, get a sandwich, get a sandwich, or some ramen noodles or something like that. There's no issue with that. Oh, it's not like oh, you made the baby ramen noodles. You ain't made me the ramen noodles. That's not an issue. That's, that's yeah, true. nobody gives a fuck about that. Nobody wants the ramen noodles. But cross that fucking threshold with some jerk chicken, and it's a fucking problem. <laughs> that's okay. You got it. Yeah, and don't <laughs> let don't it be a speciality shit. You got some. Oh, if you can't to hell with your jerk queen, because you started this conversation like if you get some Wendy's, and that's definitely a whole different ball game. 
nigga. But if you fuck around to get some pads to you, nigga, yeah, she gonna see you. But Ooh, if you brought some pads to you, oh, but even wow. Wendy's, like, there's something for everybody at Wendy's. Like, damn, you ain't even bring a nigga like a six piece nugget or nothing. Where the goddamn salad at? Okay. Right, something, a chill, something. No, I feel you. Yeah, look. Yeah, at least I know I'm not alone. At least I know it's a, it's a fucked up situation. Oh, that's why I started laughing at Greg when he was like, I mean, it's not reciprocated, but. <laughs> it is never reciprocated. It's not. But I definitely had to call a question one day because I was like, maybe I said some shit like I wasn't going to be here or I was fasting for the next 12 days. I was like. You became Muslim, nigga, Ramadan? <laughs> Yeah. Is it a reason why you getting food and just not bringing me now? Right. <laughs> I was really confused. I had to call the question. Oh, nigga, I, I, I've gotten a, uh, nigga, I've depended on the the leftovers. Like, oh, we about to go out. Man, my homegirl's about to go out to eat. It ain't like I'm gonna bring you something back. Uh, oh yeah, I didn't eat all my uh, baked potato, nigga, and it be like skin. <laughs> All the new shit in the skin. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I, mean, I, I waited around man. for this. <laughs> shit got hella motherfucking sour cream and lipstick on it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh, nigga. G. You got them Hanks in New Orleans. Hold on, man. Let me tell you something. So, when we did asking for a friend last time, my side door fucking just opened. (laughs) Like, you thought I was bullshitting? (laughs) My shit fucking opened, nigga. That's why I was like, no, I I didn't know I was fucking getting blasted, nigga. Like, if you run it back, nigga, like, my reaction was one of fear and angst, and I tried to be aggressive with my yell, like, hey! Like, but. You were scared, though. Nigga, that hey. Yeah, no one time I just opened, and I got like an alarm. So it was like beep beep. I'm like, oh nigga, mm-hmm. that's scared the fuck out. One time I had a dream that a nigga, like, I was in the bed. This was with my old old crib before I moved to the house. It was like I had a dream that someone was at the door, and in my dream I was like, you know, I got up and I like rushed that nigga, and I was like, oh, get out of here, nigga, get out of here, nigga. But in real life, I was. <laughs> In real life, I was screaming. What, boy? <laughs> like, not pushed, like, 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 hit me. She was like, nigga, why are you screaming like that? I was like, what are you, I was screaming. She's like, ah! I got I hella had night terrors for, like, two years straight. <laughs> like, me would just be like, no, like, wake up. Nigga, like, oh, <laughs> you're either killing a nigga or getting killed in your dream, nigga. Like, wake <laughs> up, like, every night, like.
I don't know why. Uh, but no, nah, nigga. So hopefully it was just a ghost. I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? is that the best case scenario? A ghost? Okay. Nah, All right. Yes, scenario. in New Orleans it is. It could be a real nigga ready to kill you. Right. I'd rather ghost than a real nigga. I'm straight on monsters. I'm good. Monsters. All right, let's go, guys. Let me keep this bottle here just in case. Welcome to With All Due Respect, this is Chef. As always, when listening to our podcast, be sure to give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Give us a like on SoundCloud. Ask your library on Spotify. And check us out on the iHeartRadio app. This is episode 88. Gentlemen. Whoa, with the white voice, what up? 5,000, North South Florida. It's your boy, J. Joe, who knew pretty girls had the ugliest ways. Amen. Right on. And right on. So, uh, yeah, episode 88. So... We're going to get right into the the topics. Um, really happy that we were on our four-week um, winning streak. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure you all are as well. So, with that said, let's get to what the internet's mad about this week. And to, and to further the beautiful content, we're going to talk about shit that makes y'all upset. So, you can yell at the podcast. Amen. So... Apparently, hey, with man, the internet. Before, we, before we get into that, like niggas were really mad at y'all with these pronouns from last week. Just FYI, that went across by. Who who is the offender? Who who was it? Who nigga? Pronouns oh, as far as, as what? As, uh, oh, that was Wood. Said, yeah. Oh no, that was Wood. Definitely was pissed everybody off. What was it? It was me. I, I thought I was doing better on pronoun. No, no, no. no you you said fuck them people. Who gives a fuck? All that other shit. So then somebody told me they went to Starbucks and the person had their pronouns on there because they were either a man transitioning or the other way around, but they hadn't had like, all the surgeries or whatever, man. So they were sure that people were getting their uh, gender confused. So, man, just, yeah, but, you know, we, we get hate mail every week. Well, can we talk about the hate mail then? Because I did, I did get some additional hate, um, hate, to- uh, hate speech and, and comments from listeners. So apparently, and this is this is from a, a, a few women, uh, two uh, in particular, who said they did not believe a word of what uh, Mr. Girl Number One was saying about what, about yeah, any of it. Damn, so, she's completely full of shit. Apparently, and my thing was this about this one, about about like her and like her boo breaking up with her boo because they did, so they their their thing was they didn't believe that a woman would stick around with a nigga for two years that they didn't fuck with just to break up with him on Thanksgiving. And then I was like, wait, well, wait, wait. So they're saying that in a world where women stick around for 10 years with a dude who beats the shit out of them, exactly. that happens. But yes. MG one can't stick with somebody for two hey, years man. and they don't really fuck with him. I, I, exactly. <laughs> I think, I think she, I think they, so they expect, like, I was like, well, both of y'all are, uh, southern women and y'all are kind of nice i guess you're, you're nice people i like y'all y'all nice but the thing is this i was like mj mg1 is from fucking chicago she it, is about to, call it, about to call it mjg i was about to call it mjg but mg1 <laughs> is from chicago she a nigga like she don't think like no goddamn southern bell she is she that's a different she a different breed of woman and and honestly when she said that shit, it didn't. It didn't. I didn't flinch. I I didn't think of it as anything but the truth, because 
I'm a Midwest nigga too. I just know how how they regulate different. So I was just like, no, 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 that that's a thing. So they and they just found it so hard to believe. I was like, no, no, no. If the nigga was good to her for two years, she got value from that. She didn't have to like the nigga. So wow. the broke up me on my birthday. <laughs> on your birthday? Yeah. Like I don't. Fuck? I don't be seeing like I don't know. No. It was. It was a funny story, but I don't think it was unbelievable. It was, I, I was just, it my question to her was, yeah, my, no, I mean funny, like ironic funny, because my thing was, you could have just took the little macaroni, didn't she supposed to take a dish to like, yeah, so you could have like just took the little dish over there and all that and did that shit on like Cyber Monday or something. Go check out episode 87, you know what I'm saying, to get the scoop of what we're talking about. When a woman's fed up. I tell y'all one thing. I, I don't fuck with uh Mystery Girl number one at all because she's a trifling heifer. But she is she is honest. I mean she told y'all she ate a nigga booty before. So I mean no, no. If, anyone right, that will get on the platform because most women eat not most women. A lot of women are eating booties and not fessing up. So I respect her for that. And uh no, she she tells the truth. And I met the nigga yeah. a year ago, honestly. And if she just Wait, you met the nigga who got his ass ate? No, the nigga no. got broke up. Well, I don't know. Who's... Oh, well, I'm gonna say it. Probably a one. It ain't him. It ain't him. I probably met that nigga. I just met the nigga who she broke up with. I hope you ain't tell that nigga to taste your drink. <laughs> <laughs> ain't hit the blunt with that nigga. Nigga said straws in their fucking uh, late thirties and early forties and some nasty niggas. Nah, no shit straws. But anyway, I'm sorry. I don't even know how we got to this. No, we were talking about like you know bad, um, bad reviews from, you know. But I always feel free to like email us or you know uh, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook when you disagree with what uh, what the fuck we say because a lot of y'all just uh, don't fuck with what a lot of us say, so that's cool. And on that same topic, uh, we were talking about hives before, like you know you have the five thousand hive and the chef hive and the. There's no such thing as the white boys had one person in his hive, right? Yeah, it's um, not really a hive. It's a. Seems like the J. Joe hive is. I why I don't know. Nobody, no chicks want to be in my hive, man. It, it's sad. My shit, <laughs> like, is not I got a my shit is like a couple of walls just. Putting nah, mud, uh, nah, nah, putting nah, mud up on the side of the house. Yeah. Nah, you got a whole hive, bro. Five stacks definitely has a hive. Yeah. I thought I had a hive, but then I found out it was a wood with the white voice man. So I, I know I have a hive. <laughs> Remember that? You got, a, you got a whole city behind you, right. uh, Chef. Right. Why everybody keep coming from my one fan? Like, let me have my one fan. That one fan told me I, she was my fan. And then when it got real, she was like, no, 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 I was bullshitting. You greedy, dog. No. All my, all my fans are steak eaters and hard legs. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Moving right along. Speaking of hard legs, what the internet? I'm sorry, I'm I'm bullshitting. I didn't mean that. I'm sure her legs are soft. Anyway, what the internet? What the internet's mad about this week? So what the internet's mad about this week is apparently, um, pop singer Lizzo um, was singing at the um, was was seen at uh, Staples Center at the Lakers game. Um, I guess it was Lakers versus uh, Timberwolves, and. Uh, she came in with a black dress with the ass cut out, and under that um, cutout was nothing but ass and thong. Now, the internet blew up, and there's been a lot of controversy swirling around the appropriateness of the outfit. 
some would say that um, any criticism towards the outfit would, could be considered fat shaming, um, while niggas on the other side might just say it's inappropriate to be butt ass uh, at a public arena with uh, families and children and whatnot. So, what say you all on uh, limitations of appropriateness uh, by this pop star? I don't think appropriateness is the right topic of discussion. I mean, you can't have your ass out like before like 10 o'clock p.m. and it'd be appropriate. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just that's not a topic of discussion. I think it's more so a discussion of are people okay with her having her ass out compared to if it was a Nicki Minaj, if it was a Meg The Stallion. Mm-hmm. Those are more so the discussions as opposed to is it appropriate for you to have your ass out at a basketball game? Because I don't think there's any case where it's appropriate for you to have your ass out at a basketball game. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I don't really care. I think she's having fun. She had her ass out where Lizzo may not be my fucking cup of tea. I still don't even know who Lizzo is real good. But I applaud any woman who goes out, whether her ass is out or not, and has fun. I mean, when I got to, when I went to Florida, when I went to the South, one thing that I, I envied about the women in the South was, they had fun. You know what I'm saying? They had no problem dressing the way they wanted to dress. If they had their ass out, they had their ass out, twerking on niggas, doing whatever the fuck it was, because that was fun. Those are the type of people that I like to hang around. I don't want to hang around a bunch of motherfuckers who got on all these motherfucking clothes and they're scared to motherfucking do shit. And it's just a dry ass fucking game where we're talking about housewives, bad girls clubs and whatever the fuck bullshit y'all listen to. To me, that's boring. But Lizzo went out there with her ass out, had a great time. I, I think that's a positive in my, in my book. Uh, I disagree. One thousand percent. Um, it's not, it's not appropriate. And it's not because of her size, but Lizzo fans want to make it out to be. It's just like, Nigga, I'm not trying to go to the movies with my child who I don't have and just your booty cheeks out. Like, I don't care if they girl booty cheeks, boy booty cheeks, skinny booty cheeks, fat booty cheeks. I just said that. Whatever Dr. Seuss booty cheeks is not cool. I said that. And even if, right, but a basketball game starts at 7 o'clock. I agree with you. I agree with you. But you said you disagree with me, but I agree with you 100%. It's not appropriate if you had your ass out at a basketball game. But I don't think what? that's a topic of discussion. But it is. It was, it was a lot of, it was a lot of different topics. That was part of the problem. Topics. The goalposts kept moving. Just depending on what threads you ended up on. If you want to wear her booty cheeks out to the fucking Rolex or to, I don't even know what club they got. No more. Nowhere. <laughs> to, dream, to Dream in D.C. or to the Silver Fox in Jacksonville. Where the fuck y'all party at in Orlando. It's cool. Like It's cool. But like Showing your booty cheeks in public just ain't cool to me. Not at one of those places. That's like going to the fucking state fair and your booty cheeks out. I'm just gonna be like, nah, it's not really cool to have your booty cheeks out. And so, I don't care who who you are. So J Lo, Ashanti, Tracy Ellis Ross. So if Ashanti or Rihanna had her ass out at the game, I say Rihanna. But go ahead. It's Rihanna, right? It's Rihanna. I say I'm just saying Rihanna. Okay. I right. seen. I seen. Uh, Beyonce's booty cheeks today. You know what I'm saying? But, like, but would Beyonce... would there be the same backlash? If, no. First off, if Beyonce's ass was out at the basketball game, there's not going to be any backlash. No, nobody want to get fired. But there would not be the same backlash if Rihanna or Beyonce had their ass out at the basketball game and Lizzo did. It wouldn't be the but same I'm backlash. A, but I'm gonna I tell think, you I why though, it's... because they have bigger highs first and foremost. Damn. So people feel like they're 
quote unquote cooler or more popular or whatever, which again don't have shit to do with size. It's just that's just how it shakes out. Like people fuck with Beyonce and Rihanna and shit harder. But what I'm saying, my personal opinion, because that's what we talk about, because it's a fucking podcast, in my personal opinion, is I wouldn't give a fuck who it was. It's not cool. I mean, I can't just start going around with my fucking balls out, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Balls out jeans. Like, just because it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Where did you get your I, balls I out jeans from? You got to make them shits right now. But I seen <laughs> I seen a commercial on Saturday Night Live that I might post on our Instagram page now that you bring it up. Uh, no. I thought you bought the bitches from Target. I think the only real fair comparison is like if you compare, like let's say, like you said, if she if they was at the club and all things are equal, like you know if they went to a club and they were all wearing like ass out um, dresses or whatever, I think it was they was all wearing ass out dresses. I would no one would care. Maybe like, oh that's what's, oh what you I, would care because you hate Lizzo. Let me just keep it real. Keep true. it a buck out here. Very true. I, I'm not a I'm not a fan of her of her music, but I I heard her music before I saw how she looked, so it has nothing to do with that. But you're not it's a just, fan of her. Nah, I just feel like she I feel like she's like for um, white folks. So she I, mean, I don't think I think she, I think her music's for white folks. Like she's pop music for white folks. I don't think she I don't like her music, and she's kind of over the top. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just not my it's not my my cup of tea. Yeah, hey, we're not here to talk about fucking music. We're talking about ass. No, I, I mean I know, but I I know, but the problem is this. The argument's always gonna be like you don't like her because she's fat. I'm like, no, no, I don't give a fuck. I, lo- I love, I love Jill Scott. I love fucking Kelly Price. No, but so that's not, that's not it. No, but to me, to me, to me, that's part of the reason. I mean, for me personally, it's not because she's solely fat. She's just not my fucking cup of tea. So I don't like, like her music. If <laughs> if, not... if if I'm eating a hot dog right and I'm not paying attention and then I pan to my left and there's like Lizzo's ass five feet from me, I'm going to be like, hey man, go ahead, man, like. Your ass is too close to my fucking face. But if Wait, I. Wait, which one is it though? You just said it was cool. No, it's cool, but it's not cool. It's not appropriate. But you got to contrast that with if I if I pan to my left and five feet from my face, it's Rihanna's ass. I'm going to be like, ooh, hey, look, there's okay. Rihanna. It's okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, what's your cup of tea? Lizzo's not my cup of tea. And I'm not ashamed to say that she's not. Whether that's because she's fat or whatever, it probably is. She's not really in my weight class of attractiveness. I'm not afraid to fucking say that. I don't know why that's a sin. But it's that, not a sin. But You're that's right. but that's what can we talk about that though? Why yeah. men are getting vilified for not liking Lizzo because she's overweight. And it's not a fat shaming, but the same women that that are on Lizzo's side and tell niggas they ain't shit. Because they don't like her because she big. Are the same chicks that don't like fat niggas. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it, it's just. It's but we live we live in a society now where we're constantly and consistently trying to push it on other people. Like right. Like Chef was saying, he didn't like her music. Like before he ever saw her, like she could have been whatever definition is universally accepted of beautiful perfect she could have been a perfect 10 to everybody she could look like beyonce you know what i'm saying but motherfucker just didn't like her music you know what i'm saying and people are always gonna do that like i don't have to like lizzo and i also might not mind her ass being out at the lakers game like it's all (laughs) you know what i'm saying like none of this shit is mutually exclusive and i mean we we tiptoe 
kind of towards the end of what should be versus what is like yeah you know freedom of expression all this i can wear what i want to wear whatever and all that shit is all funny games till it's halftime and you trying to go get a beer or something you walking with your little boy you looking around and then this nigga like slams right into the back of her ass because crowd of people you know what i'm saying like just shit like that like i don't even know if it's racist it's just it's it's flagrant i don't know (laughs) You can you can wear you know whatever you want to wear, but I'm real big on time and place. No pun intended. In, <laughs> in my humble opinion, that wasn't the uh, time and place for it. But I mean, hey, whatever. People don't do it. I like Lizzo's music. Uh, and thing is, I like Lizzo's music. So I like Lizzo's music before I saw what she looked like. Um. Let's start. Let's go around the room. Uh, five thousand. Would you beat Lizzo? I mean, if you weren't happily married and all that. If you're I don't. Single man. Like this is about to sound real crazy. What I'm about to say. I really don't know all of what she looked like. I did see the picture of her from the back with her ass out. I really don't know what she looked like like that though. But I mean, I'm equal opportunity employer, so that's yes. Fucking atrocious. I mean, I I don't know what she looked like, but. She looks totally terrible. <laughs> no, look terrible. She's not. She doesn't. She's not, not terrible. terrible. She's not. Hey, she's I mean, not you, ugly. You have a boy. You can Google what she looks like. What yeah. about you? Uh, with the white voice? No, bitch. No, fuck you. No, like <laughs> no. You just, just call me a bitch <laughs> on the podcast. He did call you a bitch. I mean, that was spoken yeah, in yeah, context. I, yeah, was, how, was, look, look, look. That's how Soldier Slim said it. So that's how I said it. Right. It's okay. It was funny. Uh, what about you? Jeffrey. No. You wouldn't? It's a no, no. for me, dog. <laughs> a, I mean, it's, it's a no. I mean, I have a type, and, and she ain't it. Um, plus, I don't sound like well, a lot. Never, hold on. You've never had sex outside of your, I'm doing air quotes, type? No. I will it's say a, this, oh, though. I will on, say this, bro. though. There there are probably a handful of people <laughs> that we know that have not gone outside of type. But it's one person. I ain't ran into him in a couple of years who... Definitely had a type. If you watch from afar, he claimed he only fought with bad chicks, and he uh he got caught slipping in a mighty mighty way. <laughs> like <clears throat> this is in college, and uh, I guess the guy used my phone or something. And then like several hours later, I got a call back from somebody who I knew too. No, it was no. like I didn't fucking call you. I I ain't even got your phone number. You know what I'm saying? And I thought back. I'm like, this nigga called you, and yet instead he claims he only. And she wasn't. She wasn't bad. She wasn't fat. She just was white. But I'm not even saying that's my type. I'm just saying I have a type. And I mean, I got a nigga. I got like a uh, like like right uh right at the top of the key like 13 foot is my sweet spot but sometimes i didn't got me a backdoor layup you know what i'm yeah, saying i like, mean because i was over i mean like, i mean there's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with fucking in the suburbs of your type but you can't like be 50 miles outside your type if you, yeah, you're not gonna like, be able to get back home is like, let's think of the city let's say my type is chicago downtown I'm in fucking <laughs> Naperville. Uh, it's how you met. <laughs> like, like that. Like that's no longer Chicago. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Not even like the, right. It's not even like the outer loop or whatever. I'm not. I'm in a different place. <laughs> you say that bitch in Thomasville, bitch. I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> that's, why I'm, that's, why I'm, that's why I'm glad I don't have a type. I don't have. I don't have no type either. I don't, I don't even think it was on purpose. Y'all's parameters. I definitely have a type. So, but yeah, that. 
but that's the thing, though. So people, we're talking about types, right? So we have like what like preferences. Types are preferences. You have at least at the very least, if you don't have a type, you have a preference within a certain range of of like physical shit. So, but the thing is, if you do, if you if you're against if you go against that and you'd be like and you'd be like, why don't you fuck with her? And I'm like, she ain't my type. And I'm like, oh, cause she fat. Like I'm like, no, no. What if I just have a type that I like? No, but no, pretty. but no, but I'm not. Dog, fuck that. If fat might not be my fucking type, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like there's it's nothing not. shameful about saying that a fat woman, a big woman, is not my type. Right. And that's I mean, that, that, that's also, not anything negative. What's also crazy is I'm in like a couple of groups, which I haven't been in tune to like social media and stuff lately. The last handful of days, but. <clears throat> it's these dudes in this one particular group. Like they absolutely love big women, mm-hmm. and I know some other people that feel the same way. And nobody has been speaking out, carrying the torch for that shit for whatever reason. Like I say, maybe they did, and I just missed it. But I, I, I really don't think the outfit had shit to do with the right. size or the weight or none of that. It was just time and place, really. It was a time and place thing. And then, like, I mean, like Wood said too. Everybody like what they like. Like. I saw uh, this girl who I grew up with. She shared a meme where it's like um, something like basically I don't take no shit off of dudes, but if he if he's super jet black, then I give him five chances. And then the girl like reposted it and was like jet black with a stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody's like like who the fuck would think that somebody likes a crunchy black ass nigga with a big stomach? You know what I'm saying? Right. But everybody just fucking like what they like, right? Yeah. Whatever that shit might be. Somebody was trying to fuck Lizzo after they saw that ass on that television screen too. Yeah, like one of the homies was like, It's no such thing as too thick. He was like, long as the chick got a shape, I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like all exactly. that shit just blend together, but that nigga ain't never made grits before. There's literally somebody for for everybody, I, I believe. But <laughs> nigga, grits will seize, ain't even grits that, will seize up on you, bro. Somebody for everybody. Like we getting way ahead of ourselves, and we take it there. Oh, she oh. got. I mean, shit. I'm sure she got somebody. If for oh, nothing she else, got a nigga oh, she... to play for the Vikings. Right. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah, because Stephon Dix looking for him. I think Stephon Dix. I think that Stephon Dix. Hey man, you got to pronounce that G, boy. Think it's just a lyric because she's fat. Because you don't, you be fat shamed. You don't believe him. I believe her. And Stefan Diggs does I'm too. Just, I'm just fucking with 5,000 because he said oh, that yeah. on the podcast. But we spent a lot of time on Lizzo, no pun intended. Right. Uh, uh, like but yeah, so speaking of um, a fat shaming, so I guess there was issues around this Peloton commercial that came out a couple of weeks ago now. I didn't know it was a thing. Um, but I kept on seeing it come up in like on Twitter and 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 Facebook where people were like you know saying how the the Peloton commercial was fucked up, and I remember the commercial it was kind of corny or whatever. So what I did was I did some research. I, I polled the women in my in my various social media um, communities to get their feedback on the Peloton commercial. And what I gathered from from the at least the consensus was um, there was nothing wrong with the commercial. I mean, just to give y'all background, uh, the commercial is basically about a dude who bought his, his, uh, I guess, skinny or she looked fit wife a Peloton for Christmas. And they went over the year of her enjoying her Peloton and, and her fitness journey and shit. And then that was a commercial. So uh, people took issue with the lady being skinny. 
and still being skinny. Um, but uh, it led me to really say, okay, I don't think this was a, considered an inappropriate gift for your significant other. And then based on the feedback I got, it's does, it really doesn't seem like um, like a you know a bad gift. But what would you all deem inappropriate Christmas gifts for your wife um, or girlfriend? We all have wives, but I guess people could give their feedback as far as like their relationships. What would you consider an inappropriate gift for your wife um, for Christmas this year? So the Peloton can be an appropriate or an inappropriate gift. We were talking about this in pre-prod. You kind of got to know your relationship. If you know that your old lady is going through some identity shit or whatever and some weight control issues, it mm-hmm. might not be a good idea to buy her a Peloton. You know what I'm saying? Because she's already sensitive about the shit. Now, if she said that she's already always wanted a Peloton, she thinks it's awesome, she just wants to get one, then you might be able to get one. You know what I'm saying? It kind of depends on your relationship. Um, to me, you know what I'm saying, the Peloton, you know, I wouldn't buy one. I was just always told don't buy ex- exercise equipment for your old lady. It's just, it, the shit just not going to work out well. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the numbers, the percentages are not in your, not in your favor. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as inappropriate gifts, man, I mean, it honestly depends on your old lady. I mean, to some people, you can buy your old lady sex toys. To some women, it's different. You know what I'm saying? You can't do that type of shit. Or if it's clothes, some women can do clothes. Some women can't. Some women is old-fashioned. They don't want you to buy them shoes. Like, the shit is all fucked up. I would suggest you know your fucking old lady. You know your old man before you buy them a fucking gift. And you can always do what the fuck I do. Yeah, you might ruin the element of surprise, but just ask that motherfucker what they want. Yeah. What did they old school? They might. What you said? Yeah, we lost you there. I said, what do you mean? She might be old school. She might not want you to buy her shoes. Oh, so supposedly the saying goes: if you buy, if you like, either way, if you buy a man's shoes, he'll walk out your life. Or if you buy a woman's shoes, she'll walk out your life. So a lot of people don't believe in buying their significant other's shoes. Yeah, I heard that one. Uh, So with the with the Peloton, I I mean, I agree. I agree with 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 the white voice this time. Um, just gauge your relationship. Like, shit, the fucking Peloton a couple grand, nigga. Like, I hope <laughs> y'all <laughs> talked about this shit before you bought it. Uh, that's an investment, nigga. Right. <laughs> or investment. Yeah, but like, like you said, like, that's something like, she was like, yeah, I, like, when you unveil the Peloton, it should be like a, you know, like, uh, fucking jump in my fucking arms and, you know what I'm saying? Kiss my neck type shit. Like, you can't buy a peloton be like surprise and she'd be like uh okay you know what i'm saying like right. uh, you, you gotta you have to know that's what she she wants for that you know what i'm saying yeah. um that she wants that uh and like what again what we'll say like you, you know your relationship you know your lady you know what i'm saying you shouldn't use chris christmas or any gifts as a way to push your own agenda you know what i'm saying you want your old lady to to cook more so you buy a fucking mixer or some shit like you know what i'm saying like when you get somebody a gift it should be thoughtful like you thought about the person and what they what you deem they would like you know what i'm saying and you know at least if you keep them at the forefront of your mind yeah, i mean it should be a good gift so uh that's all you know good gifts are all relative to the person yeah um you just touched on something and I lost my train of thought. It'll come back to me in a second. 
I was saying. Oh, yeah, pass, the passive aggressive. <laughs> My bad. That's what it was. Yeah, passive aggressive is never cool in any setting. And like you say, like the old proverbial, you know, we need shit fixed around the house, so we're going to get that a toolbox and all that shit. Like, that's it's pretty weak. And then, like you say, just for the um, sizable investment that you're making into a Peloton, I would think that's something that's been discussed. And that was something else that we kind of mapped out. Like budgeted for and all of that because you don't want to end up buying two Pelotons in the council. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree with all y'all. I mean, I feel like the an inappropriate gift is something that has nothing to do with the person that you're getting the gift for. So, I mean, like it's always easy. It's just to ask what they want. And a lot of times, even if they, even if I don't get a I'm a decent gift giver, so if, I, if it's like something, a situation where they don't know exactly what they want, they should at the very least address maybe a need, like maybe a stress, so maybe you want to give them like a a spa, a spa certificate, like some sort of subscription package or something like that, or something appropriate that fits the gap. How do you know? How do you know that you're a good gift? <laughs> so you mean like those? Uh, how do I like, know? Like those remote control vibrators that fit the gap? Is that what you're talking about? No, I wasn't talking about that at all. I think that's a, I think that's a great oh, Valentine's I, Day gift, by the way. Yeah, I think that's a good Valentine's Day gift. Talking about in the gap. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was talking about like like like, like a the proverbial gap, not like not like oh, a literal yeah, gap, like a literal gap. Okay, sorry. Yeah, my bad. How do you know so, you're a good gift giver? Um, based on the reactions, like I could tell if uh, I did a good, did well, based on the reaction from my wife, so or my mama or my sister, anybody who's in my life. I give gifts to uh, my daughter, like everyone. If it's if it's real excitement, I could tell. I guess because I could tell fake excitement too. So you know, okay. I'm. Tell fake Christmas, I try to go. I go for it for Christmas. So, you can but tell I think faking. Yeah, I know it's, when it's not like you're not fucking with it. So, um, so my thing is right. So growing up, I always remember going to my friends' houses, and there was always like an exercise bike in the basement. Like, is the Peloton going to be, like, the 2020, like, clothes rack? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, boy, the exercise bikes were, like, a big thing right. for, like, I don't know, let's say 80 fucking nine or some shit. Uh-huh. And then them shits, them and both flexes just end up being the niggas' garages, uh, like, forever and ever. Yeah. So, I, I, think I think now that they figured it out, though, man, because you get together with all your rich friends, like it's like a rich off. So all y'all got your Peloton bikes and you got the apps and you guys will compete against each other on the apps and like who's more rich and fit. And you get mm. and you get to get on the bike with the white women and the white women and cycling mm. and they're motivating you and shit. People are using the bikes because of those reasons. So I think that kind of solved the problem of the Bowflex. The Bowflex got, sitting got, in the I fucking corner. I got two corner. black homeboys who ride their Pelotons uh, religiously. So that's yeah. So I got a boy who, but they rich, so it's cool. Yeah. So I have a boy who just got a he got a Peloton like uh when did he get it he got that shit like in the summer and I he he put it all throughout his Instagram um, story you know what I'm saying when the Peloton niggas pulled up and you know what I'm saying they put together the Peloton and I was like man this nigga about to get it you know what I'm saying but after that I don't think that nigga like lost some weight or nothing not Peloton <laughs> shocking, but and get back on that shit dog. Yeah, is, is he a listener? You just called the thing out, right? I mean, I don't know, but if he is, get back on it, dog. <laughs> we care. 
want you to make it make it happen. So, no, I care. But um, so let's get off a of gifts for um, our significant others and think about gifts for us. So I know the topic came up um, for OnlyFans gift cards, which sounds I don't we don't know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What 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 came up? OnlyFans gift cards. So what's OnlyFans? I don't know. Well, for the listeners right, that don't, so, know, right, listeners who, that don't I, know. I say you want to take this shit? I want oh, y'all. I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll take it. It doesn't matter. It's on you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead uh, with the white voice. What are, what's the OnlyFans? Uh, OnlyFans is somewhat of a, think of it as, um, think of it like eBay, right? There's buyers and there's sellers. And basically, OnlyFans is a platform where um, they actually do put themselves in the category of sex workers or content providers. Where they provide, you know, they can do masturbation it's not, videos. It's not always, it's not always sex workers. Well, I mean, no, I'm saying they put themselves in that category. Right, Wait, is regular people don't? No, uh, that no, that's most people are regular people. So it's regular people, porn stars, sex workers, a whole bunch of people involved in the community that will essentially go. They do their own cam videos. They'll like sell naked pictures of themselves. They'll have sex with people. They'll do masturbation videos. They do all of these videos, and you can subscribe to someone individually. And they're charging five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen, twenty dollars, whatever. Couples are on there selling their content. Right? For how much for, is that? Like for a week? It's it, it's it's monthly, right? Um, okay, like ten dollars a month. It depends on the content. Like some people are, some people. It, it depends on your business model. Some people will charge five dollars a month, right? And five dollars a month will give you access to like naked pictures and short snippets of videos, and then they'll DM you saying if you want access to the full video tip me $20-25 so they'll make money that way some people will just have a higher subscription fee but they won't charge you for the individual videos there are multiple different um, business models that you can follow but it's basically just providing sexual content to anyone who wants to subscribe to you individually and you can subscribe to multiple people depending on how much money you have and how much you want to trick off on OnlyFans but it's a good way for amateurs there are a lot of amateurs on there people that are not porn stars they're not they're not escorts anything like that they're just nasty and they're they know people want to watch their content and they're just selling their content for a couple of bucks a month and a lot of people are making a hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollars a year just selling their content on OnlyFans. right because i mean ten dollars i mean that's a trip to chick-fil-a yeah so why would not support somebody who you know i see daily you know ten bucks what's ten bucks yeah and then you get a Shot a cooter with it. I yeah. mean, so so they don't have OnlyFans gift cards. So this is your million dollar idea. Yeah, and we're just giving is. it away. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I've done it before. I invented stuff crust, so it is what it you is. did. Yeah, I invented stuff crust. So, so I want to hear about this now. My daddy said he invented the Whopper Junior, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we heard the Whopper Junior story. I heard the Whopper Junior story. But so you invented stuff crust. Yeah, I, man. I back up. I mean, I sat there, and when I was like fucking, I don't know when I was, six or seven years old, and said, we need cheese in the fucking crust. And you could take like a polio, I think it was polio, I don't know, polio string cheese or whatever it is, and you could melt that bitch and make your own, but I mean, stuffed crust was a no-brainer when I first started eating pizza. And then, of course, eventually they had stuffed crust, but, you know, it is what it is. I think stuffed crust I'm not, not going to tell you how many things I've, I've, I've come up with that. I came up with the fucking uh, Snapchat glasses, but they really ain't done it the way it's gonna be done eventually. Snapchat glasses? Yeah. So, well, what was it? Was it? Yeah, they have Snapchat glasses. 
and what who else had it? Like Google glasses or some shit Google like that. But yeah, they they this they still not doing it the way that it's gonna get done eventually. But I'm not gonna say it on this podcast. They're not following your vision. But I've told five thousand about it and he's he's watched the maturation of my idea. Damn, you didn't at me on the on the on the dream <laughs> on the dream board. Kinda like you did with the with your turntables, but it's cool. We ain't gonna talk about that. I, fi- I figured that was coming. I like shut that idea with the F one fifty. Damn. F-150 that never was. (laughs) I was just like, well, that's what's up, man. I ain't going to talk shit. I'm just happy for him is what happened. So, Thanks, man. I received that and I claim it. So, 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 no, we're talking about gifts for home. So, when I go home for Christmas, man, I got a couple of homeboys who like to like uh, just give gifts and sometimes they're gag gifts and sometimes they're like Real nigga gifts and some shit that we can use, and you know what I'm saying? Just, just homeboy gifts, man. So, uh, I think I think that's cool because a lot of times your friends are like your family, man. So, uh, I definitely would, you know, I, when I go home, I, I try to get a couple homeboys a couple things if it's I feel like it's something that they can use, or if I'm just in the mall perusing, you know what I'm saying? So, if they do sell OnlyFans gift cards, man, I. Definitely would get y'all niggas, you know what I'm saying, and ten dollars. Yeah, that'd be it. and it's an excellent way to get people in as a gateway because a lot of people don't want to do OnlyFans because they feel like it's too much like tricking. Like, ah, oh, nigga, I'm not about to get no money to no motherfucking sex website. But if a nigga give you twenty dollars and you on like, a gift card, on, a, on a gift it. card, and you follow B Nast, Miss B Nasty for like two months, oh bitch, you gonna you gonna be hooked. Oh. <laughs> you gonna be, <laughs> you, gonna be you ain't gonna be the OnlyFans nigga, right? Right, right. Listen, you can be tipping and everything, but yeah, it is. Because it seems like uh, Twitter is like the catalog. Yeah, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is the is the initial like marketing the merchandise. It's the initial marketplace. Oh, nigga, did you bring up service merchandise, merchandise catalog? Uh, give that nigga a ding, uh, <clears throat> a round of applause for breaking up that motherfucker. Service merchandise was one of my favorite stories. They had a demo. Any store that had a demo video game system up and rocking it now, I was cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just love that big, thick ass uh, catalog. They used right, to that JC Penny fucking catalog, boy. Hey, boy. But the thing is, because that's how I felt like when I was on Twitter um, yesterday. Like I was like, you know, perusing. And I was like, you know, you know, just perusing. And I was like, man, it gets really, really like ten layers deep in here. What like, on was, Twitter? Yeah, as far as like I'm the. Make, oh, the yeah. I was like, I see why they why you have why you have to push the, mash the button because they only give you enough to be like, oh shit, they gotta, mm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So yeah. I, I do feel like you need to submit that idea to the good folks and see if you could like it, at the very least get some sort of credit for that. I mean, we need a, we need a sponsorship for the podcast, man. That's what we need, man. Whoever that is what we need. I feel like I feel like we would be breaking ground too if we were sponsored by Smut because I don't think people have. I think people have too much pride and feel like they're too good to be uh, pushed by a, a Bang Brothers, for example, or a Black.com or, or OnlyFans. Yeah, I, mean, I think we're nowhere near money. that prideful. Y'all, y'all, have you ever tried She'sFreaky.com? Uh, the resident single nigga put me on that. Y'all should try that out. Do they have, do they have 4K? Hold on. Let me see. She'sFreaky.com. <laughs> Uh, no, please, uh, would no. We already know how you get sidetracked when it comes to this, huh? Uh, you got like what screen? Uh, look, you already said it. <laughs> little amateur, what's going on, chill? <laughs> All right, come on. 
Well, drive drive the boat, uh, chef. Where we at? Oh my, off rip. So yeah. Anyway, um, so that's good. So you know, is she pregnant? No, she's not pregnant. Oh, you sounded like you was excited. Little pregnancy. Yeah, little your voice definitely went up an octave. Little pregnancy point is actually not that bad. <laughs> I ain't on friends, not my fave. But anyway, oh, but you you put it in before pause. I have, I have. But yeah, this <laughs> man, this man be having a polar that they wasn't who they hadn't gotten pregnant. Wait, what? Wait, what happened? Have y'all ever had sex with a pregnant chick who y'all didn't get pregnant? No. Not to my knowledge. Cut the commercial. Right. How about to say me and me? Cut the fucking commercial. Never, I didn't do never, that too. Never mind. All right. What's the next topic? That was the worst. Que- that was like a question. Never mind. They call them chef questions. What no, they call them? That was definitely a chef question. Have yeah. you ever killed someone and when you buried the body? Like, <laughs> no. Chef got got a hive, man. Chef hive. Relax. So here's the thing. So Mike Vick is um, in the, well, has been selected to be the captain of the Pro Bowl uh, this year. That doesn't you even know, so. that doesn't even count as a transition. Yeah, what I did was like it was like a stop, and then I pushed forward. Yeah, so it you didn't even you didn't even crossfade that. You just went to the next track. Right. Yeah, okay. that is what I did. There was no blend. I think it went from reggaeton to gospel. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, Rough transition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, anyway, Mike Vick is the captain of the Pro Bowl. Um, with that said, white folks got heated, uh, and they put up a, a petition. I think at, at, at this point it's like about 450,000 signatures saying that he shouldn't be uh, the, uh, the captain of the Pro Bowl because I guess he had a hand in killing some dogs about 10 years ago. So... No, it's been longer than that at this point. Shit. When did Mike go? He, he was in the dog fighting. I mean, he was just sitting he around. He didn't do nothing. No, he didn't do dogs. nothing. No, right. he, he technically did nothing. I I, I remember. Right. No, nah, he um, didn't. He, no, you can't say he technically didn't do he anything. Funded, he, he, he did. He funded. It was like he, he funded a criminal enterprise, but he didn't like go he out. He funded a criminal fight. enterprise. Right. And I think somebody pointed the finger at him as far as putting down a couple of dogs. He wasn't just like murdering dogs, but. Right. Basically, like euthanizing some dogs or something, but like at the house, so it's not really legit. I swear we've had the Michael Vick conversation before. Have we not had the Michael Vick conversation before? I don't. I don't think. I don't think so because it ain't really never came up since we've been podcasting. Right. Mike Vick name ain't came up. I guess guess we're about to have it. Yeah, that's that's what happened. So he got out of prison in two thousand nine. So ten years ago. Um, since then he fin- he completed his, his NFL career. I think it ended pretty nicely with Philadelphia and whatnot. Um, so I felt like I mean I guess because we're coming, I'm coming from my perspective as just a, a regular nigga. He did his, he did his time and life moves forward. But folks are really in they bag about this shit. Like he and, and all these and I I thought maybe so I asked you know I asked about like I didn't really know what happened. So I was like you know why everybody mad at Mike Vick. And um, the first person that responded was this um, white girl I went to high school with. And she's like, well, he killed those dogs. He, he tacked them up against walls. I was like, wait, he didn't do that shit. Like, she, she named a bunch of shit that he did to dogs that I knew didn't wasn't true. And, uh, and uh, 
I was like, well, you know, I don't really care about no dogs like that. I mean, but you know, okay, thanks for the, the feedback. But there is a there's a definite split between the point of view of of white folks in general and black folks in general, um, and their point of view on Mike Vick. I thought that I guess I I was naive. Cause I thought that kind of went away. So for me, it's not. It's inaccurate on both sides, right? So everyone's up in arms because, like, oh, white people are tripping. Like, even if it is 300,000 people, that's not that many white people in the grand scheme of things. I mean, some white people love dogs, and yes, there's a large amount of them. But in the grand scheme of things, black people, white people don't care enough. White people are on the other shit as opposed to worrying about fucking Michael fucking Vick. Yes, some people care. The PETA people, they need something to be mad at. They follow the NFL. They're mad, but white people, by and large, don't give a fuck about Michael Vick. Uh, my issue with Michael Vick is I don't even care about the dog thing. Michael Vick went to jail for being stupid. Michael, Michael Vick went to bed for being an idiot, in my personal opinion. Michael Vick was a millionaire who had the backing of a billionaire. And the billionaire came to the millionaire and said, hey, millionaire, is there a situation that we need to be worried about so I can help you get out of said situation? Said millionaire said, uh-uh, there's nothing. Don't worry about it. I didn't do anything. At that point in fucking time, Michael Vick lied to the billionaire and fucked over his get out of jail free card. The billionaire would have smoothed that fucking Arthur Blank would have smoothed that shit over. Michael Vick thought he was smarter than everybody else. And at the end of the day, when you blow all your fucking leverage and you think you're smarter than everybody else, they're going to throw you under the fucking jail. So that's what happened to fucking Michael Vick. He thought he was smarter than everybody else and he got got. Fast forward to this situation. I don't think it's that big of a deal. If it, if it was that big of a deal... He would have never been in consideration and able to be voted on for the Pro Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, if people were like, mm, we don't really fuck with this guy, white people were going to have backlash, he never would have been able to be voted upon. You know what I'm saying? But he is, if he does get voted in, I think he'll still be the Pro Bowl captain. It's not going to change any of these cocksuckers' <clears throat> fucking view of the fucking NFL. You know what I'm saying? I think it'll be okay. I think people are making more of it uh, than what it actually is. All right, so. 300,000 is still a lot of motherfuckers. Not really. Not really. Not more really. than a, a whole city. Not really. 300,000 did what? What did they do? Sign they a signed a petition. Yeah. Uh, for against Mike Vick. We're talking about 300,000 white people? Against. Yeah. Against. All right. So. Well, 300,000 people. We're assuming they're white people. Yeah. We're assuming they're white people. 97% of white people are going to be white. 97% of people are white people. So, fuck them people. Alright, uh, Mike Vick did his time. Uh, and again, I'm, y'all know how much I love my dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I probably, if a truck was coming and was about to hit my dog, I'd probably run in the middle of the street and push my dog out the way. I'm not saying that I'd die for my dog, but I'd get in fucking harm's way. So, I fucking love dogs. I'm a dog fucking love. Um, but I also recognize that human life is more precious than a dog's life, right? So I think we all agree on that. And white people can ignore what the fuck has been happening to black people for years and years and years and years and years and years and, years and not speak up on that. Mm-hmm. But animal cruelty... Especially with a black man doing this shit, because guess who's always fucking hunting is fucking white boys and white men and uh, getting uh, about to say ten. What is it? Ten? Not. I'm about to say ten star buck. I think I'm thinking of 
Ten Ward Buck from New Orleans. But whatever the fucking buck system is with fucking deer and shit. Um, and, like, take pictures and have fucking loose heads on the fucking wall and all that shit. And they're all right with it. But a black man and a dog, that's just too much for them to fucking deal with. You know what I'm saying? I had a fucking... Uh, this dude who handicaps games or whatever. Uh, Walter Football. And every time he brought up Mike Vick, he referred to him as Dog Killer Vick. It's just... One of those things where white people can get their racism off and not seem to be racist. racist. You know what I'm saying? He might have said, he might, he wanted to say, nigga, Vic, I could tell by all the shit that he was fucking, all the vitriol he had. And I know I've used that word a lot here, but that's what the fuck he had towards Mike Vic. And it's because you're really mad because he's a black, the blackness is what you really have an issue with. You know what I'm saying? And, you see that a lot with a lot of, in a lot of instances when it comes to black people doing certain things and white people just can't stand it when it's a black person doing it, but they'll turn the cheek, uh, turn uh, or look away, or turn a blind eye when a white person does it. So yep. that's my issue with it. Like, you can be all about fucking, you know, loving animals and all that shit, but just keep the same energy on both sides. And a nigga did his time. That's my thing. Like, absolutely. You know? Well, the nigga literally went to jail for the shit, and he he was involved, but he wasn't involved like that. They made it seem like he was really pinning dog skins up on his fucking uh, wall or some shit. But white people never keep the same energy. Ever. Like, that's that's the whole problem. Like today, I was at Publix um, in the deli trying to order lunch, and the, the lady behind the counter. Had walked off to go do something. She was like, "I'll be right back with you." So, in the time that she left to like go wash her hands, change her gloves, whatever she was doing, when she came back, there were two white people, one to each side of me, um, but they had like taken a step forward from where I was as if to present themselves as being in line ahead of me. So I just stayed where I was at because I was curious to see what the lady was gonna say first, and then. I was fully prepared to say I was next, so it really wasn't a big deal. Like, get as close to that shit as you want to. So when she um, comes back, she's like, how may I help you or whatever? So I had a question about something. She had to walk off and get an answer. And then when she came back, the dude who was standing to the left of me was like, oh, um, I just wanted to ask a question. She was like, okay, I'll be with you in a minute. And she kind of, like, chopped him off at the knees. And... I was actually impressed because she was white like them and I fully expected them to try to pull some shit and I didn't know where she was going to fall in line at. But I said, I'll let to say reverse that shit. You know what I'm saying? I say I walk up and I just got a question or something. You know what I'm saying? And that shit would have been a whole bunch of bullshit because they just marginalized us, period. If Michael Vick was white and had been accused of the same thing, done the same time in prison and all this, none of that shit would even be happening like black people just don't really fucking exist in their world like i'm kind of hard to miss and the motherfuckers just walk straight up like they ain't even it's not like have you been waited on like the typical stuff people would say in that situation like they just didn't give a fuck so mm-hmm. they never keep the same energy so that's that's the rub and they ain't gonna keep the same energy i've kind of actually thrown in the towel that should be more comical these days than anything because White people on white people, and I agree. But me, I agree with that a hundred percent. But me, I don't even look at it as a white people. human beings. Don't keep it, keep the same energy. 
black people not. don't keep the same energy neither. Neither do neither does brown. Neither does yellow. It's just natural <laughs> human fucking emotion to fucking when it's when it's in your interest or it's in your favor, you're gonna be against it. Or you're gonna be for it. You're gonna have more passion for the topic. When it ain't, you really don't give a fuck and you turn a blind eye to a whole bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just well, that's natural human is, nature. But my thing is this: is like it's just him being the captain of the of a pro bowl team, like just picking a team. Right. I don't. But, it's not a big deal. But yeah, the shit to, is the to, shit is nothing at all. Is I mean, but it's to literally people, just like some ceremonial type of shit. But to they some people, it's not that money if they win the game or something. But to <laughs> some people, it it's does, not it that. Some people they don't want that nigga to have shit. Like they want that nigga yeah. to rot in hell for life. Like they want to execute this nigga, dog. Yeah, but, I mean, like look at Cam Newton. People didn't want Cam Newton to go to the NFL at all because of the laptop shit. Like. Yeah, I forgot about like, that. Like, shit. you don't want this man to get a profession that he's worked for his entire life as a football player because of a laptop situation, an ambiguous laptop situation. I mean, some people are just of that. Some people are just of that mindset that if you do something wrong, there is no, there is no what is it, redemption or whatever for you. You know what I'm saying? You should if be you're black. black no, go, go to fucking yeah. Pittsburgh, nigga. Like Ben Roethlisberger. It's everywhere, nigga. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Rape they got the rape charges. Yeah, absolutely. Multiple rape charges. You know absolutely. what I'm saying? Absolutely. But he, he'll make it to the Hall of Fame and won't nobody say shit. Right. Yeah, it won't be no waiting period or cooling period or any of the yeah. shit that black people have to go through. Like, well, you know, he did some things out the field. Like, they have to go through that whole song and dance every year when it's a black person. Like, well, it should only be... Uh, consider what he did on the field and all of that, but Wood made a hell of a point though, where Michael Vick uh, went south and fucking uh, thought he was smarter than everybody. That shit would do you in quicker. I don't. I don't think he thought he was thing. smarter. I think the nigga wasn't smart enough. It's one of those things where like. Right. Yeah, no, no, I, no, I, no. I, no, no. Absolutely. There, there was a point in time where the detective went to the house. And Marcus Vick, was that his brother, came to the fucking door? And they said, where's Michael? Marcus says, Michael's not here. Michael is in the background, like, making pancakes and shit. Like, these niggas is not fucking masterminds, nigga. That's what I'm saying. Like, like that's what I'm saying. I'm saying them niggas wasn't that smart. The niggas like, it's like, no, like, do I tell them or let them niggas find out on their own? I think that's what it was. I think <clears throat> but that, well, yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Well, we Michael, have to realize, though, when the feds especially the feds, the most times when cops get involved, period, for the most part, they kind of already know what they're looking for and already got an idea. Like, on the local level, you can probably whoop some shit, but when you're dealing with the feds, they already fucking know. They just want to know. They just want to hear what you're going to say. Yeah, right. You know that shit. You had a nigga take a whole handful of Percocets on lean. Yeah. Yeah, and that shit was crazy. Right, like, be glad when we get to that yeah. point, but yeah, like not everybody knows everything, man. I mean, not right, like but to your point though, he wasn't smart enough. If you think think about situations where people thought they were smarter than everybody, or thought they had outsmarted somebody, they're they're rarely a very bright individual. And I mean, I remember we had a conversation several years ago. I forget the context of it, but Wood said it's the small shit that'll catch you up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Marcus Vick come yeah. open the door, and then this nigga Mike Vick just happens to fucking walk by reading a fucking Wall Street Journal or something. Like, 
You, I mean, you'll commit the perfect crime and you'll just get caught slipping on some bullshit. And it happens all the time. And it's usually because motherfucker gets sloppy thinking they done already whooped the shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, I mean, that was a good, that was a good segue. 5,000. We get into it. So, rest in peace, Juice World. Um, Juice World is a. How did that nigga get the props for the segues? Because he brought it up. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm invisible <laughs> on the podcast. That's why I don't have no hide. That's how. I, that's how. I, felt I so literally much. said that's why how a nigga took a whole handful of Percocets on leave. Oh, I thought that was him. I, I don't be looking at y'all. Like, talk. I, <laughs> I, no, I don't sorry, be looking at y'all when y'all no, talking. My apologies to the niggas from the south. Right. I don't right, want to say. Man. My bad. So um, let's give those points back to um, J. Joe for the Thanks. the assist. My bad. Great. So so recipes Juice World. Juice World is a rapper singer um, who uh, I heard. I remember. I, from I'm Chicago. I from Chicago. I, I didn't even know he was from Chicago. Yeah, I didn't know. I thought he was from Houston for some reason, but. I guess because he's associated with like Future and who else? Uh, he did some stuff with Travis Scott. So I guess I thought he was from Houston, but he's from Chicago. He's just from Atlanta. Yeah, but but ain't Travis Scott from Houston? Yeah. Okay. So he, but he's from Chicago. <laughs> he he um, passed away this weekend um, at Chicago um, at the at the airport. Um, I guess apparently what we have what we found out um, later on was he was. Um, he ingested a, 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 a fatal amount of, of uh, Percocets yeah. because this plane was getting um, raided by federal agents. Uh, apparently, they had 70 pounds of weed. They had a few guns on the on the plane, which is definitely a no-no. Um, and he they had a, a whole bunch of pills, and he swallowed them all and uh, died from the complications of that. So definitely rest in peace to him. Um, condolences to his family. But I am concerned about the drug abuse. Uh, I'm, not I don't, cons- I'm not concerned. I mean, to me, I fuck the tragedy. Fuck all that. I'm not even sure I want to do rest in peace. I, I mean, I, I respect the dead. Yeah, you a cold nigga, man. I respect the dead. So that that's that's. I mean, that, I, I mean, I respect the dead. That. I'm not gonna dance on his grave. But what the fuck are you doing? Like I'm tired. Like I'm tired of like I'm tired of like trying to like normalize and excuse dumb shit. Like why the why the fuck are you trying to carry fucking seventy pounds of weed? Was it seventy or seven? What what the fuck? Seventy, 70 pounds. 70. Seventy pounds. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing trying to carry seventy pounds of weed and a bunch of Percocets on a plane for? Like why are you doing it? You're doing shit that you're not supposed to be doing. You're doing bullshit. You don't have to do that. Obviously, you got a cult following. You're a rapper. You're you're successful. I don't know what the fuck you're trying to do. You're about to get caught. You swallow a bunch of fucking Percocets and you ended up fucking killing your fucking self, dummy. You know what I'm saying? Like, why am I, why am I about to like waste my time and like peace wall and fucking light candles and shit for this nigga because he was doing dumb shit? Why am I doing that? Well, I feel like we aren't <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> I, well, well, I feel bad because he was 21 and he was a young black man and he was, he he seemed intelligent, but I feel like he might have just had the wrong people around him. And, and I mean, that's life. Sometimes people grow up with the wrong people around him. I don't think he's making enough money where he's not trying to traffic seventy pounds of drug, you know, seventy pounds of weed. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the fucking street value of seventy pounds are, but it's probably a nigga like dog. We about to get on a private jet, going where? 
nigga, let me go ahead and put these pounds in my suitcase and put them on a plane. Ain't nobody gonna know. So nigga was like, probably like, all right, cool. So then, like, niggas, like, yeah, they probably had, them niggas probably do Percocets, so niggas had them on them. And then niggas got nervous, like, oh, damn, the feds know something. Uh, what we gonna do? Dog, somebody should have t- taken that charge in his crew. You always supposed to have a nigga who's gonna take the yeah, fucking charge. Absolutely. And because he's 21 and he might not have been around motherfuckers, and niggas are always rapping about doing drugs. And nigga might have thought it was all right to take a fucking handful of Percocet after fucking sipping fucking lean. You know what I'm saying? Which is the dumbest shit. But we all grown and we know better and we're not part of drug culture. And I don't think we pop Percocets. You know what I'm saying? So he might have thought it was like putting a blunt in his booty. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. he might not have known any better, which is ignorance, not stupidity. Yeah, it's a dummy. And, He's a dummy. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's pretty ignorant. Strange. is different than being stupid or dumb. No, you a dumbass. First, I mean, you're trying to carry 70 pounds of weed on a fucking public aircraft. You're a fucking dumb. He might not have known. It might have been. It don't matter, though. It's one thing, though, that I know Wood can relate to because I think he probably the first person I heard say it. Know your fucking personnel. The pilot or somebody associated with the plane is the one who made the call. It's like, hey, got these guys on here and they got guns and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I mean, if, yeah. I mean, but all that's all well and good. But, I mean, let's just keep it real. Like, we see this shit in clubs and everywhere else. If you know the security or whatever, you got to plug Niggas is letting you take contraband and certain shit. That's how drugs and shit get in the prisons and all of that. Right. But you have to know that ahead of time. I'm just not about to go fucking bopping up the tarmac with my fucking pistol on me, like thinking shit is sweet, but just because I'm on a private jet. Which brings me to my next point. That's the other thing we like to fucking do be flaunting and all that shit. Like if I'm gonna do the shit, I'm gonna have the shit on me, concealed or whatever. Like the fucking pilot just ain't gonna arbitrarily know I got a pistol on me. So they they didn't know their personnel. Um, and then a lot of people I've seen is like, oh, well, I don't know how many pills he had or popped or whatever. But, you know, fuck the pills. He had 70 pounds of weed or whatever. And the penalty for those um, pills and all of that stuff are much more harsh than the marijuana. In part because whatever the active ingredients are that actually trigger the drug charges, they don't just weigh that part of the pill. Like you might have a fucking five milligram pill, and that bad part might be half of a half of a milligram or some shit. But they're gonna charge you for the weight of the whole pill, and that trafficking shit adds up quick. All you yeah. need is like three or four pills. Yeah, weed and weapons. You trafficking, right? So <clears throat> basically, though, I mean, at the same time back kind of to the Mike Vick shit do your fucking job like I don't know maybe that shit was already in the bathroom of the plane when we got on here I don't know I didn't look I didn't use the bathroom you know what I'm saying like would have tried to figure out something versus doing something that could potentially prove fatal which of course I don't think he popped them bitches thinking I'm gonna die but it I mean it just obviously wasn't well thought out and just based on the story, I'm sure the pilot didn't be like, hey, guys, um, sit tight for a minute. I alerted the feds you got guns and shit on here so that they're on the way. Like, I mean, damn near had to be like saw the motherfuckers approaching the plane or whatever. So it was pretty much already too late at that point. You know, like we weapons transporting across state lines. 
what the fuck are you doing? I mean, people hear all these cool stories and shit, though. I mean, there's no way that that's recreational. You know what I'm saying? And it, I mean, that's seven. That's not a small amount of weed. No, it's not. It's not at all. Yeah, you can't write that off as personal. So. Yeah, that's seventy pounds. And if I'm a pilot, and if I'm a pilot, right? Okay, like 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 five stacks just said. Like you go to the club, you talk to the bouncer, y'all cool. All right, bring a blunt in. It's cool. The bouncer's not about to let you fucking come in with a motherfucking a pallet full of weed though. You about to get the whole shit fucking shut down, just like a pilot. If you got a fucking pallet, you got 70 pounds of fucking weed, it's like, damn, dog, that's a lot of fucking weed. You about to get my license snatched. My fucking plane's about to be shut down. Nigga about to snitch on you. Like that? That's yeah. not smart. That's, that's just not smart. Remember when that nigga chef had a pallet full of water? <laughs> <laughs> the things, dog. She just said, I got a thing of water and you'd have been straight. <laughs> It was definitely just a thing of water. But um I my thing is this like I feel like like he's I mean maybe it's because we're getting older, like these niggas really be doing way too much. I don't think like and and they make music that's fueled by these type of drugs that I don't find particularly appealing. And it's just and it's being praised, like people are legitimately sad. And I understand it's a tragedy, but it but they don't see the how this could have been completely avoided. That type of stuff is what concerns me. <clears throat> because, I think people see how it could have been avoided. Do you think the young people do? I mean, I think people our age is like, nigga, this, this nigga tripping. But do you think that, like, cause this, I mean, a lot of his base are like, you know, these kids are like, you know, middle school, high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are young, like, these young kids are... Like one of my friends, she's a teacher. She's like she sent me a video of one of her students in class on, on, uh, on some Xanax. Like he was like he fell asleep where he stood against the chalkboard. Like these niggas, little niggas, be popping these pills now. But that's yeah, but, I mean, once a nigga dies, I think it's just a fucking lesson. I think niggas be like, oh, maybe I shouldn't swallow a handful of Percocet. Uh, well, but but chef. In- you- you- you also got to look at the fact well, we grew up in a different time, man. We grew up, we grew up during the fucking global war on drugs. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do drugs. Like, every time you decided to ingest a drug, you had to like think: Is this drug good for me? Is it bad for me? This is my brain, my brain on drugs, eggs in the pan, all of that type of shit. This generation currently is not in that situation. As a matter of fact, the war on drugs is actually negative, which it is. It put a whole lot of black men in jail unnecessarily. But now it's a fact where it's like, damn, the the war on drugs is bullshit. So you have inverse thinking where it's like, well, if the war on drugs is bullshit, maybe I can go do whatever fucking drugs I want to do. And drugs are cool now. Because drugs not being cool is some shit that the government made up. Fuck them niggas, you know what I'm saying? So now you got yeah. niggas on for doing bars and shit. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know what I'm saying? And then also we have a glorification of mental health issues. You know what I'm saying? Every fucking kid, even fucking adults, everybody thinks they have fucking mental health issues. And some of them think it's cool. Oh, I got depression. Oh, I got anxiety issues. I've never met more motherfuckers in my life who have anxiety issues than I have in since 2010. Like, everybody's got a fucking mental health issue. So you got niggas all on this shit and they're, quote unquote, coping. And they're, you know what I'm saying, trying to get through shit that they've been going through their entire life. So part of the culture, the emo rapping, for what I heard, he does have some kind of like XXXTentacion or whatever his name was. Juice World was kind of in that same lane where there was some emo rap or whatever in there. 
So this is going to lend to be a part of that fucking culture. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think this detracts anyone. I think a lot of it's aligned with the content he was creating. So they'll be like, well, yeah, we knew this was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's the biggest problem. Like, everyone's sad. No one's straight in the head. So they need to over-medicate. And they're like, well, I mean, you know, he had to do this. He was on, I mean, it's just a part, it's just a risk. It's a part of it. So I feel like there's no, there's not going to, there's no, like, takeaways from this. Is I mean, I still feel that way. I don't think anyone's going to, like, correct. Like, I don't see any sort of action that will be taken by these younger kids. I mean, I guess if you have good parents, if they have good parents that talk to their children and say, you know, this was stupid. Like, you know, this was a very bad decision that he made. And this is why I, that's where the value comes in. I hope it's just not like a situation where they're consoling their children and saying it's going to be all right because this is a bad situation in general. I think it's overall just a part of growing up, man. I mean, in our day, it was where are you from, right? You know what I'm saying? We were like, oh, motherfuckers from the suburbs was like, oh, I'm from the hood or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Or I grew up in the hood for however long. Like, that was what you did. You wanted to be from some sort of poverty or some shit to some sort of give you that motherfucking street cred. We were talking about it on Twitter the other day. You know what I'm saying? That was just kind of what it was. Niggas like, yeah, nigga, I'm from the murder capital, da-da-da-da. We were talking about that. That was just something that was done back in the day. It wasn't mm-hmm. cool to be okay. It wasn't cool for your mom and daddy to be together in a marriage for fucking 20 years. They both making good money, and you grew up with motherfucking ABC Mouse and all the fucking Sweet Pickles, whatever books. That wasn't cool, you know what I'm saying? Now it's a different situation where it's like, it's not cool to be okay. It's not straight to be okay. You got to have some fucking issue. You got to have some fucking mental health shit. And I think a lot of people are buying into that shit. They need to be a victim of some sort. And the Percocets and the Xanax and all of this shit are just tools around that to fucking perpetuate that fucking way of thinking. That's a good point. Yep. You made a hell of a point. Yeah, because we want to fit in so bad that now we're willing to fit in on some dumb shit and everybody... Like, I've heard this several times over the course of the last few years. Like, damn, how high niggas trying to get? Like, niggas is just out of there. And I think the accessibility to it, too. I think opioids are way more readily accessible than whatever the hard drugs were back when we were growing up. Which, I mean, I guess all the shit is technically accessible, but um, it's just probably easier to come up on a couple pills versus some acid or some shit like that i would guess i don't know and it's probably not as much of a stigma attached to it because at the end of the day i got this shit out of my grandma medicine cabinet you know what i'm saying like it's not it's not a big deal it's not a drug quote unquote yeah smoking some crack that's a whole ordeal i mean you gotta go to the corner store get one of them little glass pipes that they got the flower in you gotta find a nigga on the corner selling crack uh, buy the crack from that nigga, put the crack in a little glass vial, light it up, like you know what I'm saying? Free and shit. God, nigga, now that makes you feel like a junkie. A nigga gets to give you a pill and you just swallow it with some orange juice and right. feel groovy for the whole fucking day, nigga. Like, you don't feel like an addict. And especially, and like you said, back in the day, it was frowned upon. Like, crack is whack, you know, all that bullshit, you know what I'm saying? So... Now all your favorite rappers are rapping about doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all it takes is your favorite rapper to rap about some shit and then everybody doing the shit, especially this new generation. But I feel like a fucking Pepsi commercial. So what else we got? Um, Eminem versus Nick Cannon. So I wasn't 
I didn't really do my my Googles on this. I know it was like they had some sort of a beef. So can uh, someone enlighten me on Googles? So Nick Cannon has a podcast, even though there are no other podcasts besides this one. Um, And someone was asking about the time when fucking he was going back and forth with Eminem. So he said some disparaging things about that time and like, you know, that nigga can rap better than me, but I whooped that nigga's ass. You know what I'm saying? Talked about Eminem. So Eminem got on the track recently and kind of addressed everything that uh, Nick Cannon said um, as, you know, like Eminem does. And, you know, he is a wordsmith. And then Nick Cannon got a whole diss track with like two or three other, I feel like, battle rappers and like tried to rap against Eminem. And that nigga cannot like fucking rap, which is the sad part. And it's just, I mean, you know, Nick Cannon, I don't know, is, is he too young to be called a, a mogul? Is he a mogul? Oh, he is a mogul he, now. He's a mogul. That nigga's okay. got, he's got money. All right, so the nigga's a mogul, but, like, rapping just isn't in, in his fucking forte, nigga. And, like, I don't know, that nigga shouldn't, that nigga should just stop rapping and just keep doing what the fuck he does. Produce movies, be in movies, act, fucking do podcasts. Even though there are no other podcasts, but yeah, that fucking song was horrible. It's the same bias we talked about earlier today when we're talking about other shit. Niggas think because they have hoes, whatever they're doing is right. Niggas think just because they making money that whatever the fuck they think they do in their head is also fucking right. Nick Cannon thinks because he's a fucking multi-millionaire, he's very successful. We can't take that away from him. He's one of the most successful financially uh, entertainers uh, of color. You know what I'm saying? And probably of not of color. Not to take that away from him. So he obviously probably thinks that he's good at fucking rapping because he rapped on Nickelodeon or whatever the fuck it is. But to go poke the bear, like in Eminem, this nigga, Eminem's a fucking millionaire and he still has got mental health issues. Like, why would you even go fuck with that nigga? He's like the Deontay Wilder of hip hop. Yeah, like, Eminem is actually crazy, unlike most of these niggas. Yes, and you think you're going to beat Eminem? If Eminem is off his meds, he prob- you probably won't feel anything that you do to him. That nigga bailed Obi Trice out of prison just to, just to rap against this nigga. That nigga pulling out all the stops. You yeah. said he did what? He bailed Obi Trice out of prison and had him to rap against that nigga. <laughs> I think it had Suge Knight in the intro. Hold on, what's this nigga? It's called The Invitation. Oh, yeah. That's You got me battling Elvis Pussley, nigga. Elvis Pussley. So, all right. You said he was a new Pac. He said Suge called him the new Pac. So, I got to go back to the Drake. I got to go back to the Drake situation, though. So, is it okay to name niggas kids? Is that. Oh, Haley's like 30 now. That's still that nigga kid. Right. Mm. 
So that's what I'm saying. So if like this nigga Eminem just goes all the way in, I guess it's okay. I mean, no, well, no he's. I think he's gonna he's gonna go all the way in anyway because he brought his daughter up. So yeah, Haley's a Haley's a civilian for lack of a better term. Like she don't have nothing to do with this. I mean that, but it also wasn't good. It was horrible. So <laughs> we get. I mean, we get. We get attacked this in several different ways. I mean, Nick Cannon isn't a, a good musician. I think he's popular. He, he does. He makes good content, and people like that. What what he creates, and he's he's successful in that, like you said. But musically, I don't think I've heard a good Nick Cannon song. Yeah, Hotel. Hotel. But that's R. Kelly song, really, because uh, that shit can't. I mean, we can't play it anymore. But I ever mean, again, I play that shit. Yeah, we know you'll play. I'll it. play that shit, but they won't let me. I mean, you can play it, but we don't think. I don't. I just don't think. I, I mean, that's the best song, but it ain't that great either. Uh, I'm trying to think his next big. What is hold on? Hold on. Nah. Is Jigolo his song? I'm a oh, Jigolo. I don't know, yep. but don't wait me be slapping. <laughs> you don't like that. that shit up in the Christopher Williams, the good, Christopher Williams, ain't it? Yeah, good light skin Christopher Williams. What song soundtrack? Uh, yeah, Gigolo, uh, Gigolo was that nigga song. Huh? Class act? No, man. One class act. Oh, now you, now you made me second guess myself. That's not on fucking uh New Jack City. Uh-uh. No. Don't wake me. I'm dreaming. I mean, New Jack City had all the New Jack beats, but that wasn't on there. Right. What this is the uh, what this is the uh. I'll talk what I'm looking at. I'm looking it up now too, because I was like, I don't think that was. I thought that was. No, nah, it wasn't. It wait. It is. It, it is on. Is the title of number one R&B single by Crystal Williams. It appeared over the end credits of the film New Jack City. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that's yeah, definitely that. New Jack City. I think it's keep trying me. No. I, speaking of music. Did wait, I see wait, 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 wait. It was on New Jack City? It was yeah. in the yeah. closing credits. Um, the the video, the but the, 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 the video chef, of I'm Dreaming had clips of New Jack City, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. I think so. I mean, he was in the movie. He was a light-skinned nigga from the bank, so, I mean. Nigga, we see New Jack City. I know. Uh, chef, speaking of music, <laughs> did I see you sniff the inside cover of a George Michael tape cassette earlier today? Are you mistaking me for somebody else? What did I say? Do you have a tape? What did, do you have a a tape cassette that you looked at? Like George Michael was on it. What's in front of you right now? <laughs> no, this is this is a this is cologne. Let me see. Bring put, pick it up. Doesn't it look? Oh, because it's it's because it's filtered. It looks like George Michael. And then it I do, saw you it, it, it do like it do like George Michael. And I saw you smell it. Okay. I guess one day we'll talk about what who had the best uh, soundtrack. Oh, New Jack City is top five soundtracks ever. I mean, so is Business to Society, and so is Above the Rim, and so is... I think Nettie Professor's mean, up there. I mean, are we going to put in uh, Waiting to Exhale? Do we, are we going to put in... Who's doing rap? Hip-hop. I mean... It, it takes hell was too empowering. <laughs> like I said, too empowering. Like in a time where the, the, the R and B was also misogynistic, so I mean, I, I I don't I didn't like it. I mean, got the juice in there. Purple rain, if it counts, does purple rain count? Does purple rain count? 
Yes. I'm asking. No. Boy no. Nick, Phil. The most sold soundtrack ever. Really? That nigga just didn't oh, hear me no, say I just made that up. Oh. Did that nigga not hear me just say Wait Next Hell? Wait Next Hell probably was a pretty I good really soundtrack. I really did. <laughs> hey, oh, Wait Next Hell oh. was a good soundtrack too, <laughs> but I'm not sure if you count it. <laughs> she ain't got to take my word for it. Meow, meow. But you don't have to take my word for it. Before we get into the With All Due Respects, we want to thank our new listeners and our current subscribers for rocking with us this far in the podcast. Check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to give us five stars or drop a like. So with all due respect, um, I want to talk about um, niggas managing their badass kids. So uh, a lot like 5,000 stated earlier in the podcast, I too went to the Publix Deli uh, on Sunday uh, to procure a the 699 uh, chicken finger sub for my family because they feed a family. One feeds a family, so... I went went about the business of doing that, um, and when I got there, there were four children ranging from five to eight. I'm guessing uh, ordering subs. Now, from in my mind as a parent, this is, this is extremely inappropriate because why the fuck are children ordering food? They don't know what the fuck they want, so they proceeded to order sandwiches for about a solid 20 minutes um, making additional changes and updates throughout the length of their order this is extremely frustrating for me um, but there's another guy working uh, behind the desk I mean behind the the glass making sandwiches and shit so I went over to him and he proceeded to make my sandwich uh, once he made my sandwich I was looking over something else and I thought I'd get at a at a wrap as well uh, and uh, I left my cart and moved towards the glass with the young man to, to discuss how I want the specifics of my rap to be made or whatever. Now, these children, obviously bad, awful, poor, poorly um, trained, uh, walked over to my cart, started playing with my cart that was unmanned at the time, and subsequently started touching the wrapper, touching the sandwich. Uh, which didn't belong to them. And I said, hey, get the hell away from my sandwich. Get away from the cart. Where's your mama at? Mama, was, at this point, she had appeared and didn't say anything as I scolded her badass children. Uh, these children are going to end up in prison one day. Uh, you need to tend to your children, white lady. Like, they might do something heinous in the future because they have no controls. No one's told them no in their life, apparently, because the way they reacted when I told them to get the hell away from my sandwich um, showed that. Uh, I don't love your kids uh, and I don't know them, so I don't want for them as much as I want for my own. But I will say y'all need to take care of y'all goddamn kids and don't have them walking around unruly in publics. Because that's the best place in the world to shop. And I don't want to have a bad experience ever again like that. With all due respect. <clears throat> with all due respect. Uh, I had to make a visit to my local United States post office uh, yesterday. And um, maybe because it was lunchtime or approaching holidays. I don't really know why. But there was a lot of people in there. 
And so when I entered the post office, there were probably 10 to 12 people in front of me. And um, I don't know how familiar y'all are with like going in the post office and sending stuff out, but they normally have a couple of um, cashiers or customer service associates, whatever they call them. And then you have a line at the end where people are saying um, you can just, uh, if you're just dropping something off or picking up mail or whatever, you can kind of like buck if you don't actually need services. So anyway, I waited because I needed a money order and I waited or whatever in the end. While I was there, I remembered I needed something else. I just had a quick question, so I went back in to ask. But in the course of me waiting for them to address my concern, this black lady, older black lady, probably mid-60s, walks in. And it was probably 12 to 15 people in front of her as well. She was like, hello, everybody. So... I kind of chuckled because I just felt like it was some shit coming. Because it's a lady around Jacksonville that just walks around Walmart speaking to you. And she'll speak to you on every aisle if she sees you on every aisle. So I thought it might have been her at first. But anyway, um, maybe 30 seconds after the loud hello, everybody, she proceeds to walk up to the front of the line, like skipping everybody. (laughs) And as I guess people are watching as she walks past, she's like, I just had surgery. I ain't standing in that line. And then she proceeded to go next. And I just thought the shit was funny because the world don't revolve around you. And, I mean, conceivably, she might have skipped somebody who just had surgery, too, but didn't want to skip everybody. So uh, we got to get out of that kind of stuff. Just we in general, people, society, like black people, white people, everybody do that shit. Because, yeah, you know, that's cool. You just had surgery and all, but there's still a line and there's a protocol that goes with having a line or a queue or whatever you want to call it. So just be mindful of that, man. It's going to be people out this holiday. Just be patient with them. Patient with them. It's people just be in their own world, literally, with all due respect. With all due respect, we talk about a lot of cultures. Um shaming culture cancel culture all of this culture but i don't think we ever talked about versus uh culture versus a versus b c versus d type of culture and then that culture is just as topic as any other type of uh type of culture you know coquito versus eggnog and boxes versus brief it's it's all really ludicrous to me because i mean i'm the type of person where i don't i'm not a polarized person i have both boxers and briefs in my drawer i like eggnog and i like coquito i might make coquito this week and i might drink eggnog the next week um there was a conversation the other the other day about Publix versus wegmans and and i posed the question does it matter if wegmans is better than Publix or vice versa have you ever seen a wegmans down the street from the Publix? If the answer is no, who gives a fuck which one is better? Typically, you only have access to one. Enjoy the one that you can access at the particular time in time in history. So versus culture is kind of stupid, man. I mean, everything doesn't have to be one versus the other. I mean, life is great. Life is flexible. Life is life is a la carte in a lot of ways where you can kind of pick and choose what you want at whatever particular uh, moment in time. It doesn't need to be this versus that. Hey, guess what? You don't even need to be fucking right. A lot of times you don't need to fucking white right be right. You don't need. There's no winning this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like ah, I picked Publix and everybody agreed with Publix in a blind taste test. Who gives a fuck? 
go to the fucking store that has the sandwich that you want at that particular point in time. Versus culture is just as stupid as shaming culture, cancel culture, all the other cultures. Enjoy life. Enjoy it one step, one day, one meal at a time. With all due respect. Um, with all due respect, I just want to give a shout out to Black Girl Magic. Um, so currently we have Miss Teen USA, I believe. Miss USA. I'm sorry. Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Teen America, and Miss Universe are all uh, black women's first times ever happened. Um, and when they just had the first three, the Miss Teen America, Miss USA, and um, the first three, I thought it was it, it was a really big deal because that's the first time. But putting Miss Universe is um, the cherry on top or whatever, man. Um, and I, I like it. I like all this black women empowerment. Um, I hope that all the black women on that listen to our show know that we love y'all as black women and that we root for y'all at every given moment and that things like this um, uh, are, are not, um, what's the word, would, you know the word I'm saying. It's not lost on us. Um, so we just want to give y'all a shout out. Um, keep it up. Your daughters keep um, taking them to black nutcrackers and uh, black movies. I saw a YouTube about a dad doing a little black girl's hair and the mom had cancer. It was just a beautiful touching thing. Y'all probably seen it by now, but uh, just want to give y'all a shout out. Keep doing y'all thing to the end of the year and do it even bigger in 2020 with all due respect. 